Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi. Hi. Welcome back to Old Millennials, a deep dive on shallow topics from the late 90s and early 2000s, although today you are joining us for a mini and on top of that, a game. So, you know, take our little tagline with a slight grain of salt. I am one of your co-hosts. My name is Margot Poupard. And I am your other host. My name is Emily Beijing. Today we're going to play a little thing that I am trying to make happen, like Gretchen did fetch the, hey, remember that game? So it is my turn to foist upon Emily a random topic that struck me between now and the last time it was my turn to foist a random topic upon her. Um, (laughs) Last or two weeks ago, it was Star Wars prequels. And this week, I'd like to ask Emily, hey, do you remember Tyra Banks's music career? Oh, my God. See, we never talked about what would happen if, like, we stumped each other because it's not really like a stumping. No, it's not quite a stumping, but it's like a oh wow, like yeah, you're right. I have not. I really wanted to ever exactly. I really wanted to invoke a wave of nostalgia of just like stick straight hair and very small eyebrows. So I actually had to look up how long she was actively pursuing a music career because all I remember because I am currently. One of the things that I love to do during shelter in place is I like to lock myself in the nicer bathroom (laughs) with the better light and watch America's Next Top Model reruns on Amazon Prime and do my nails. And that is what I like to call self-care. And (laughs) I rewatched the episode from season two where they shoot the music video for Shake Your Body. And I 
It's like, oh, I, it was it, the same feeling that you had, Em. I was just like, oh my God, I forgot all about this because you might remember from America's Next Top Model, which, you know, this is all me, us actually planting the seeds because next season we will have a top model dedicated episode. But of course, you, I always personally think about when I think about the music video challenges from that show, I think about the Enrique Iglesias video because yeah. there was a little bit more scandal associated with it. But I forgot how unintentionally funny because i mean i think you remember shandy yes uh, her dancing in this video and in this episode you're just like oh oh lord some people were not meant to dance and i also would like to say i don't think that tyra is a good dancer either but we can circle back to that go ahead no 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 i was just gonna say that like I think in every season of America's Next Top Model, at least for the first couple of years, there was always one girl who was very mousy looking. I mean, there were like one or two in Mm -hmm, every season. mm -hmm. I feel like over time they stopped casting for that type. But the first few seasons, there were definitely one or two mousy girls every season where it was just like, oh, I see like. Yes, I guess she would be a model because she is tall and thin and has these features, but like is very just not with it. And and Shandy for me stands mm-hmm. out as that person in that season or cycle, if you will. I, I mean, also because of all of the boyfriend drama too. I mean, oh, it, it really evokes that like the phone call. <laughs> you truly <laughs> just uh, one of the most incredible moments in reality TV uh-huh. ever. I think that was the moment. Where I thought to myself, yes, I will watch this show. And I did watch the show till the bitter end. I even watched the season where Rita Ora was the host, okay? And no one knows who Rita Ora is. But now, yes, but now us and legions of Who Weekly fans all know who Rita Ora is. But I watched that season. I watched till the fucking end. I watched her try to make them have, make them join her MLM. But I'm getting way off topic. What I really want to talk about are the years of 1998 to 2004, which were the years that Tyra tried to make her music career happen. I have a question. So, because she couldn't... Oh, yes, go ahead. Quick question. Um, was some of that... We'll probably get into life size, I'm assuming, at one point or another during this music career discussion. Yes. I mean, at the very end, I just wrote, talk about life size. So Okay. Okay. <laughs> good, good. Good. That's all I asked. Don't worry. That is in there. <laughs> yeah. Um, so... I guess the so shake your body was not her first single. Actually, her first song was called KOBE featuring RIP Kobe Bryant and that song was a complete flop. And so she kept recording like a bunch of uh, demos with various producers, like big name producers at, of the time and even now. So she worked with Pharrell, she worked with Dark Child, she worked with Wyclef Sean, she worked with David Foster. So she was taking it seriously. She really, really, really wanted to hit. Yes, because every episode we just end up mentioning him. So I just, I had to include his name when I saw it on the list. I I cannot wait until we will have an episode in which I get to talk about the family tree or just like hit after hit. The man is the king of adult contemporary, but I digress. I'm... I beg of you to just draw up that Venn diagram I keep telling you. <laughs> just do it and I'll put it on our Instagram. You won't even need to do that That's part. true. Okay. I'll okay. do that That's part. easy. That, I can do that. I can do that. I can do that. I think I might. I, just I'll, draw I'll that. A, get a bottle of wine or a nice strong cocktail <laughs> and just with a Just crayon. draw that jacked up family tree and then <laughs> I'll go in and also add some of like his hits that were happening during which marriages that he was having and so you know if you i can also like elaborate specifically to the yolanda hadid time because of housewives so but i'll leave the jenner 
Kardashian-ness of it all to you and oh, that bottle you. of wine. <laughs> so she had a, a terrible flop with her Kobe Bryant single. So she's working on all these different kinds of singles and they finally shake your body, which there's a interesting EW article from 2018 where Tyra talks more about her music career in depth. And I kind of just skimmed for the highlights. So excuse me. Uh, But throughout this article in EW, she was talking about how in order to, she really loves shake your body. And she realizes in retrospect now that it probably could have been a bigger hit if Janet Jackson had sung it or somebody of that caliber a little bit. Um, Even like a Christina Aguilera, it was like a little clubby, so maybe not her, but she definitely mentioned it being like a Janet Jackson cast off. And so the only way that she could release it, that song, because she really liked it, but she didn't have enough to have an album, nor was she signed anywhere, was to tie it to Top Model, which is how they came up with the music video challenge. And if you haven't seen the Shake Your Body music video, either A, for the first time or B, in a long time, Highly recommend. This music video so badly wants to be If You Had My Love. Oh, that was the other person, Jennifer Lopez. Because she very clearly wanted to be on the J-Lo level. And it's actually not a bad song. And Tyler's voice isn't bad per se. But I have to say, her dancing is bad. Like, she's not a good dancer. And so it's very awkward watching her move through the music video. But I feel like she still should have had like a Willa Ford-esque music career, but she never even really got there. No, certainly not. I mean, she could, and and I'm thinking about this, like around that time, there were plenty of other kind of people who had like two hits, you know, like Samantha Mumba is one of those other ones that comes to mind. Um, Who else? I mean, like, I can't, I'm blanking on names at the moment, but there were a lot of people I would say- But they were just- you know, especially in that time, as you remember, like, yes. So I I almost wrote down Kylie Minogue, not as like a distant Kylie Minogue, who I know is huge in Australia, but during this time, pop art, during this time, pop artists, all of them were sort of popping up with the same kind of song, similar to Shake Your Body, similar to like that Kylie Minogue song or Willa Ford song. Like they were all interchangeable, but I feel like all of them had really big moments, especially in like pop culture, I was gonna say textbook, but like in the pop culture panthe- pantheon, they had bigger moments versus Shake Your Body, which I think is still kind of deserving of it. It's I think if you look back, it's one of those in retrospect, it should have gotten more respect than it deserves. But also some of it is a little bit on Tyra in the sense that not like she did anything wrong, but she's always pursued multiple things at the same time. And I completely understand why. Like you're a model, so you know that's gonna run out at one point. And this is pre-model transition to being a cookbook author or transition into a lifestyle blog or transition into like a goop sort of empire. So none of those opportunities were available to her. So she naturally Pip like wanted to have like a talk show. And then she started her own show that was also extremely successful. And so she just kind of got tied into all of, she got, she kind of accidentally put herself in that box and never allowed music to it never gave music actually the opportunity to truly flourish maybe then in the ways that she thought for sure but she was always recording music throughout all of this and yet she only has essentially two singles and then she sings the antm theme song when i be on top which is iconic like it's a top 10 intro song to a tv show it's up there with succession which everybody knows is a jam so i I thought that was really interesting i also think what's interesting is like so she's when i think of like people who used parlayed the like reality show that they hosted like competition style to help further their career. Like one of the challenges tied to that, like RuPaul ended up doing that 10 years later with drag race, like with cover girl, like that's, um, 
like with the the music video, that's literally the like winning. That's what you win on the end of the first season or the final challenge is like lip syncing to that song. Like that's, I feel like. I mean, I think. I, oh, go ahead. I think the music landscape has changed too. Cause she was, Tyra was talking about how you can't just drop a single like that. But I think that RuPaul, r- regardless of how popular her songs have been, she has consistently recorded before Drag Race That's even true. happened. That's and true. now she smartly incorporates her music to familiarize her audience, which is always changing and growing the more notoriety that she gets. And she's reaching younger kids who have no idea, like cover, cover girl or like supermodel of the world, like have no clue that she was like in a B-52s music video and trying to incorporate that through a musical, through forcing them to not forcing them, but like having them lip sync one of her songs, having her, having the Queens write verses for the songs that they perform in the first couple of challenges. So you are always constantly getting RuPaul music. And so if you have an affinity for a queen or if it's an all-star season and you love all the Queens and you want to hear the song, which like Reggie Rochu is a really, really good song all by itself because they're all super talented Queens. I mean, I quoted that song in my vows. So it's a good song, but Yes. So it's, you can go out and listen to that song and that'll hook you and you'll want to listen to other tracks. And uh, yeah. So the difference between RuPaul and Tyra is that I think RuPaul had a record deal. So she was able to consistently put out records, but also has, I think now you can have singles and do all this stuff and have it tied to your show. And it doesn't really matter the money that you make on it. It's sort of like an in to get people to listen to your other stuff versus Tyra just had the single and didn't have a full album or an EP or anything like that. She just had a bunch of demos that were half done. Yeah. Yeah, that's absolutely true. For sure. You want to talk about life size? Shine bright, shine far. You're a star. Where you live, where you are, be a star. I also once borrowed heavily some of that copy or some of that. So those song lyrics for copy for an email. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and nobody at work caught it. And then I sang it to one of my coworkers who was younger than me. And she's like, oh my God, I can't believe you did that. I was like, I, I, I 14 people read this and nobody thought about it. And that's fine. The person who gets it deserves that discount inside that email. I, yeah. I mean, there is a world of people out there who it's kind of amazing to me, um, have forgotten about life size. Like it truly is an iconic TV movie. I, if I recall correctly, not, not a Disney channel original movie. I think it is like an ABC movie, but, but heavily aired on Disney channel. And I feel like that was Lindsay Lohan's. If we, we talked about this in our first season, this is like her first big movie after parent trap. If I recall correctly, because it's before it's before freaky Friday and before um, some of the Disney channel original. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah, like that's her first yeah, big the thing. ages line up. Yep, yeah. I can't and it's amazing it's that that I'm re- recalling Lindsay Lohan's like film timeline so accurately right now. <laughs> At like 7:30 on a Monday night is is startling. Um but the movie You're having like a Raven Simone uh, or Raven's house sort of like premonition. You're like oh I just have God. this one moment of clarity. Which is amazing. Just to keep it on the Disney Channel. I mean Raven and Lindsay were in fact roommates at one point so that works mm-hmm. out perfectly. Um truly would have loved to have been a fly on the wall in that uh roommate situation. So um in this movie, is there anyone in life size other than Tyra and Lindsay that's like notable? I'm trying to remember if the dad's played by like a Steve Gutenberg type. 
I can I, look it up. Did you watch the second one that they did? Because I, I did, I did not. not. I did not. I was actually going to ask you the same question. And I like immediately went to Steve Gutenberg, even though like I know um, that's not him. But that is a fun top model connection. Are you ready for it with Steve Gutenberg? What is it? Okay. So in season four-ish or cycle four of Top Model, there's Naima who ends up winning that yes. season. So Naima, there's a challenge where she gets to get a walk-on part in Veronica Mars. Like that's the winner of that. Oh, the- yeah. So yes. she she's the teacher who dies in this bus accident in season two. And we find out later oh, no. she was having an affair with this famous developer in the town who's really wealthy, who's played by Steve Gutenberg. that is amazing what a chef's kiss of a fact Um, by the way the dad is jeer burns jeer is it jeer or is it like jeer as in a nickname for jeremy i don't know i don't know girl i think he's canadian though Uh, yeah oh no no, sorry he's from massachusetts he's from massachusetts he was unjustified. Oh, that's like, I was really hoping he was kind of like a, I guess you can call him kind of like a Bobo Steve Gutenberg. Like there were a lot of types like that, but that's really, there was no one else really in this movie of, of note. I'm looking at the cast here. It's really just Lindsay and, and Tyra. Interesting. Well, uh, the most notable thing to know is that Lindsay and Tyra both sing on the titular track. Oh, And yes. then I believe that Tyra also recorded a single for Life Size 2, which does not feature Lindsay Lohan. I think it, oh, it features the the main girl is the same woman who gave Selena Gomez like a kidney. It's that same actress. I oh, fi- for, not Farouja. I was about to call her Farouja Bulk, and that's definitely not her. Front, Francia Reza. Yes, 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 yes. Which yeah, I, I mean, always, she's a great, I love her. Great first name. She's a great first name. And honestly, as someone who did peep, watch the secret life of the American teenager once or twice because oh you did my roommates in college hate watched it and so I would catch it like they would be getting <laughs> drunk to it I'm like I don't even know if I can deal with this drunk let alone like it was bad but I will say out of everyone on that show I think she was probably the best actress just because little Shailene Woodley was not that great of an actress um but that's you never hear about her I you know she gave a kidney to Selena Gomez, and you never hear about her. I like. Why, why are we downplaying this? We should talk about this more. That's truly for me. That's it, truly it, wild. I mean, she's definitely when it comes to enneagrams. I can tell that Francia is a two like me, like a total helper, and expects you know in return like that people will help her the same way. Um, and in this case, I don't think got that. Um, like I just don't. How do you? <laughs> How do you think, Emily? I know, I know, I know. I've been doing a lot of reflecting on my Enneagram lately. This is what quarantine oh, has done to me. Um, oh my goodness. I can't believe that she's in this though. And there's no, again, really, except for Tyra Banks and Franzia Reza, I don't recognize any of the other names in the sequel. That's, uh, yeah, very interesting. Huh. Maybe I'll try to watch it one day, but probably not. I I don't I don't know if I have it in me. The first I'll one. just rewatch Life Size. Yeah, it was pretty great. Just the OG is good. I, I, yeah, it's a really charming movie. Um, the la- the last thing I want to bring up because we're talking about all of Tyra's uh, kind of side ventures here. Um, Coyote Ugly, which 
I don't think we oh my goodness we ever talked yes. about Coyote Ugly on the podcast. No, but I feel like that's its own separate post because oh, I yeah. actually contemplated talking about Coyote Ugly because I, for some reason, I thought that she had a single in that movie too, but she didn't. And I mean, Coyote Ugly is there's it's like part of oh like a God. long inside joke from college. So I fucking love that movie. Me it's too. you know how Carl. Uh, <laughs> You know how Carl Rayner used to always stop to watch enough on any channel that it's playing? Yeah. Which I do too. I love enough. Yeah. But my drop everything and watch it from start to finish is Coyote Ugly. You know. At any point, wherever it is. I just think that it's such a funny movie. It's It's such a funny movie. It makes the cut for me for sure. I'm looking at this cast and four out of five have pretty like – Notable, like I would, the Russian girl, I don't, I haven't seen her in much other than like an SVU episode. Tyra is Tyra, of course. Oh, goodness. Um, Bridget Monahan, as we all know. Piper Parabu. <laughs> What'd you say? Piper Parabu, who was supposed to be like the next big thing. And then yeah, I don't really know what happened. happened. I guess Lake Bell came along. They do have a very similar demeanor. Um, Bridget Moynihan, of course, Tom Brady's ex-wife. Right. Um, most iconic. And McG's current wife. Really? I didn't know. And then McG's Yes. Oh my god. And McG's all in the news again because of that Amy Pascal thing that happened with the Indian. No, this is its own episode because we we said we were gonna do 20 minutes. We're getting we're creeping into that territory. That's true. So I, I just wanted to briefly touch on the footnote in pop culture that I don't think gets enough love, which is Tyra Banks's music career. So I'm happy that I got to impart some of this uh, info and share my passion. And I'm really excited for us to talk about Top Model in Me our too. upcoming season. And Coyote Ugly. I don't but know. Maybe we'll write <laughs> I don't know a, yeah. when. But- We're going to have to figure out how to get Coyote Ugly in there. I also don't know if like Coyote Ugly should be its own post. But if you don't know... We also have a medium page where right. we have little blog posts, not little blog posts. I don't mean to like undermine our co- Lots of uh, undermine Emily's deep Lots of cultural analysis about Limpus. 5G and Fred Durst. Please do not submit her to QAnon. It's just a joke. Um, but we have a post up right now about the Romeo and Juliet soundtrack, which we still love. Oh, We're going to have another post up soon about Josie and the Pussycats, another soundtrack that we love. And Emily... Being an amazing co-host that she is, bought us matching final records of the soundtrack, and it has a lot of really fun tidbits that we're excited to talk about in that blog post because we know a lot of people love that movie, and I think it turned 20 either recently or last year, but yeah. I don't know because time is a flat circle right what now. What is it, really? <laughs> so if you want to read our blog, uh, we are on Medium at Old Millennials Pod, and you can also find us on Facebook and Instagram at The Old Millennials Pod. You can follow us on Twitter. I am at Marg She Wrote. And I'm at Emily A. Bajan. And also, if you want to rate and review us, that'd be great. Please. And until the next mini episode, we bid you a bye. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.
If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.